Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back again at the vendors' table. Today, I'm joined by the wonderful Chris from Zill Photography. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and the amazing Deji Rachel. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, a little intro start. Chris, uh, what do you do and why weddings? Um, well, firstly, I'd like to thank Mide for inviting me onto the podcast. Um, so, my name's Chris. Um, I... I guess I'm the photographer for Zill Photography, which is a predominantly a wedding photography company. Um, and yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, that's enough. That's enough. Yeah. Um, oh, hi guys. My name is Deji Rachel. I'm a full-time makeup artist. And um, yeah, I love doing weddings. I love being part of um, people's special day. I love creating memories with my brides. So yeah. Dope, 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 dope. Um, okay, go straight into wedding trivia. Um, so five questions. The only rule is you gotta wait until I've finished asking the question okay. for your answer. The shout out answer. Okay. Okay. Who is in charge of planning the stag do? Best man. Oh. <laughs> dead, you're hey, Chris. Okay, no problem. Not, not, okay. <laughs> you're ready now. Oh, yeah. You're warm, you're warm. Okay. Who traditionally walks the bride down the aisle? Dad. <laughs> was, oh. You need to be fast. You need to be yeah. fast. Be no problem. Two and oh. No We've got three more questions. Okay, You've got to cool, get all cool, three cool, now. Cool. Um, okay. According to an old English rhyme, a bride should wear something old, something new, something borrowed, something... He didn't even finish. <laughs> he didn't even finish. He didn't finish the question. <laughs> Um, I'm going to change the question because he shouted out the answer. Um, who is the last to walk down the aisle before the bride? Made it, made of honor. Correct. Being <laughs> oh. <sighs> okay. Um, what flower is usually associated with a proposal? Rose. Ah, oh, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I actually can't think that far, you know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, like, it's a man fog. Four, four, no. Okay, this one, at least you'll have a chance okay. to get an answer in. So you're both going to answer this one. Okay. According to Hitched, which is a wedding website, uh -huh. what is the average cost of a wedding in the UK? Closest answer wins. £45,000. 45k? 35. 35. The answer is... 17,300. Really? 17,000? Really? According to wow. Hitched. According to Hitched. Then again, like different weddings do cost different. Yeah, yeah, really like, I've, seen, I've seen like weddings that, you know, just in the pub. In the, you yeah, literally. That's actually very true. For reception. Literally. People just get around get Save thousands chips. of pounds. Yeah. A whole load of money. And but would you also think about... Because of the nature of Hitched, like the people that would even use Hitch as well. True. Yeah. True. So yeah. Mm. Um, but that's why I put a caveat in there, according to Hitch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but that means Chris got one, so it's yeah. not a whitewash. Yeah. Four one. <laughs> well um, done. <laughs> smashed it again. Um, but yeah, that's even a nice segue into the next topic of costs, mm. mm -hmm. vendor costs. So as you know, a wedding is not the most, it's not the most cost effective thing, let's mm. say. Mm. Um, but what is what what would be your tips of like 
how to be most cost effective when it comes to a wedding? Mm. Um, do you want to go? I would say list and prioritize what is important. Mm. And I personally think the two things that should be important is the photography and the videography. So those are you're putting those as the top two. Of That's the, day, the yeah? only thing you're gonna walk away with. Mm-hmm. Apart yeah. from the hair if you did a wig but that's the only thing <laughs> you're gonna walk away with. that's the only thing that's gonna last forever mm. and you're gonna show your kids yeah and you're gonna show your grandkids and do you know what i mean so i hear that that's my opinion but prioritize what's most important mm. um figure out how much you want to spend on those things yeah and then figure out somebody that suits the style and the budget mm. mm-hmm. if no one suit fits your budget contemplate negotiating one of the other things that are more further down the list Mm. um to maybe add to your photography or video that's what i would do personally yeah 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 i also agree um, with deji because um it seems as though when i always like speak to clients potential clients it seems as though that photography videography is like one of the first things that they'll try to negotiate Mm. when it comes to bouquet flowers people don't really negotiate it's like <laughs> they hear this like that makes sense yeah they go for it <laughs> venue oh negotiate venue come on let's yeah. be serious it's like these little things that mm-hmm. not little things but these things aren't negotiate they don't tend to negotiate but when it comes to photography mm-hmm. videography it's like that is when they say when when a photographer is asking for two thousand pounds it's like mm. hey that's too mm-hmm. much like our budget is 1.5 mm. and like deji was saying it's that Photography, videography is like one of the most important parts of a wedding day. Mm. That's why we mm-hmm. we as photographers call them investments because photography literally appreciates in value over time. Mm. Mm. Um, and that's how I see photography as well. Um, when you take a photo, and the thing is, even with me, I prioritize, for example, obviously the bride and groom, but recently I've been prioritizing taking photos of the elderly. Mm. Okay. Because they don't, I mean, truly they don't have a lot, as many years left mm. so it's like th- those photos mm. are the most important part mm. because it, unfortunately when it gets to a time where someone a family member a loved mm. one passes away mm. the things that you'll naturally go towards are the photos yeah mm. the memories, especially yeah. wedding photos because those are tend to be like the best photos that mm. you have of that particular person mm-hmm. that's why the value of the photo has mm. now appreciated mm. because it's now like this photo is of them on a mm. happy day mm. and a yeah. happy moment um, so even true. even with um, couples themselves, um, the value of the photos appreciate as well because the wedding day is the happiest moment of the marriage mm-hmm. in a lot of circumstances. So when you're going through tough times in the marriage, mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. it's nice to look back at that happiest moment mm-hmm. of the wedding and the mm-hmm. way that um, the thing that even um, ignites your memories are photos, are videos, and again the photos have now appreciated in value. Mm. So you see that that 2,000 pounds that you're probably unwilling to spend, but have spent it anyway. It's like, you know, that's actually nothing considering it's 10 years down the line. We're still looking at, um, it's now 10 year anniversary. We're still reposting the yeah, photo right <laughs> of, yeah. of 10 years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. So like Deji was saying again, it's like um, definitely put an order to what's important. Yeah. Personally, photography, videography should be high up on the list. Mm. Mm. Because even again, um, for example, venue, 
you're spending tens of thousands on a venue that you don't own. Yeah. Tens of thousands on a venue that you don't even have exclusively. Mm-hmm. You have other people just walking around on your wedding day. Mm-hmm. Tens of thousands you're spending on that. Bouquet, flowers, you're paying. Ah, I'm planning my own wedding all. <laughs> <laughs> you know if how I saw the, If you see the price of flowers. Has it shocked you? Oh, something that will die the next day. <laughs> It's but you won't negotiate that. But you'll negotiate a photography that mm. will last for a lifetime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It doesn't really make sense to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like those things should be negotiated or those things you should try and see what's within your budget in that area. Yeah. But don't try and like, like reduce the price of photography or the value of photography or videography mm. because you'll end up being disappointed in the long run. Yeah. It's so, so yeah. funny you said that about the elderly mm-hmm. because my grandmother, mm-hmm. I only have like one grandparent left, it's my grandmother. And she has bad problems mm-hmm. with her mobility. So when it comes to me getting married, she she won't be there. Mm-hmm. She's in Nigeria, right? Mm-hmm. I would pay any money just to have a photo that I can look back at her. I can look back with me and her on my wedding day. Oh. I would pay any money just to get her to the UK. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the issue is not money. It's just her mobility. She mm-hmm. literally cannot get on a plane. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's amazing that you say that. It's so yeah, true. I didn't even consider that. Yeah. It's so true. Wow. I thought that. It's a different mm-hmm. thought process. Um, I like that. But yeah, you said, so as you said, you're planning your own wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Recently engaged. Congratulations. Yeah. Congrats. Thank you. Um, what's mm-hmm. that been like? <laughs> <laughs> um, what's that been like? Obviously, having been on the vendor side, now planning mm-hmm. your own wedding. Um, what's that been like? I think it's been very... Um, calm, I'd say. Yeah. But that's probably because I've got a wedding planner. Okay. So fine. that even segues into like wedding planners as vendors. Mm. I feel like back in the day, um, you can pretty much get away with not having a wedding planner. Um, but I feel like over time, due to like seeing things on social media, um, just the influences of social media in general, is mm. like you see things that you like, you see other weddings that you've just come across, and it's like naturally weddings have become more complex mm, in a way like yeah. in terms of um choosing the vendors choosing the the venue things like that what's what's feasible in a venue what's not mm. um so weddings have become a lot more complex which is why i would always advocate for a wedding planner which is what i have done mm. as well it just makes the process of wedding planning so much smoother because they will obviously due to experience they will know what you're missing yeah. they'll know um um, like when to make payments or when to consider booking a vendor before they get booked. Mm. It's like those little things you don't know. And even on the day um, of the wedding, it's like you can just, as long as you have a good wedding planner, you can just like rely on them and actually focus on enjoying just your enjoy wedding it. day. Yeah, yeah. Because mm. I feel like a lot of people, because they haven't had the coordination or planner side, mm. they're still stressing on the day about things mm. that really it should be somebody else's Precisely. to take care of. Um, Precisely. And did he, you know? Did you know who you were going to use vendor wise before, before you got married? Like having because obviously you worked with yeah. a lot of vendors. Did you have an idea of okay, that's the person I'm going to do that's the person? Um, yeah, I think so. I think most definitely um, I had an idea of the wedding vendors that I use. Um, simply because of either working with them mm. or naturally just seeing their work on like Instagram and things like that. So the only things I didn't have like an idea of is like for example florists. Okay. It's like I've come across a lot of lovely florists, um, but I don't know, like I don't know who to go to, um, who does what style, things like that. Mm. So, like having a wedding planner 
helped in that regard, yeah. like knowing those florists, yeah. knowing those um, the decor vendors and things like that. Um, but yeah, pretty much. Okay. Um, I want to circle back to the cost mm-hmm. point. Um, obviously, like you said about social media, social media has become like the place where you'll go and you'll see like this extravagant wedding or mm-hmm. you'll see um, this feature there, like sparklers or firework or whatever mm-hmm. it is that you see on these weddings and like people have got Pinterest boards as well. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, sometimes it doesn't match the budget. Oh. Um, but the, the thing is with that, yeah, some people try and stretch it and and go out of their way to, uh, some some people have to get a loan out, each to their own, but I always feel like whatever whatever it is that you're wanting, there is somebody that can give you that in your budget. Maybe not to the same level of extravagance, mm. but there is somebody that can try and get you in your budget. Um, but then obviously some people will still want certain vendors, certain vendors to do certain things. So, so I know you talked about um, people like negotiating on price. Mm-hmm. Um, do you negotiate on price? Um, it depends on what stage of the year I'm at. So like a okay. little tip <laughs> for, <laughs> for who don't book me. Um, if you book like me early, early, I'm more likely, not even because of availability, but I'm just more likely to like be a bit lenient. Okay. But as for example, people are booking me now for weddings for next year. Is that I'm at a point where I have too many weddings. So it's mm. like I can easily say no. Okay. If, if um, your budget doesn't meet like my lowest package, for example. Okay. Um, also, you can work around and um, talk about... Because also, like, another tip is that... Um, I feel like I'm just, like, giving away... <laughs> stuff, but it's like, so another tip is that. that if it's, like... Um, for example, you have a very... You're planning to have quite a, a very lovely, maybe extravagant wedding in a venue that's maybe, like... I don't know, like a beautiful venue, mm. a venue that not a lot of um, vendors have even seen, but it's like, wow, it's like a, sort of th- those wow factor venues, mm. you'll see that, um, I guess, photography, videographers, more, mo- more likely to be okay, because it's like, it's now more of a, a transaction, because mm. obviously you're getting your photos, you're getting your video, yeah. but at the same time, I'm getting a certain level of content, because it's like, wow, this is a venue that no one's seen. Yeah, that I want to show this in its entirety mm. in terms of photo or video. So it's like, there can be that sort of exchange. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's... Yeah. Do you negotiate? My prices? Yeah. Um, I think it all, it all depends. Mm. It all depends if you're asking for like um, the biggest package, the most, ex- mm. like, most expensive package, um, but you just don't want to paid that much then yeah. i don't know i think it depends on the vibe how you come across yeah you know like well. if i'm honest with you if i'm honest with you 95 uh, five percent of the time no yeah like no yeah, because I, I find especially when uh when it's like makeup artists and things to do with beauty like um if you're not careful and i've had this before client the potential client or the client can just start taking the mic mm. thinking that they run the show mm. so okay i've got you at this point i i've agreed you i've agreed for you to do this for me now a sense of entitlement comes upon mm. and that's happened before and it's really scarred me okay. so now i'm just like but at the same time i'm not a monster like if i've had a good relationship with a client and she's like sis i've had it before this mm. like sis i cannot afford to pay you for the extra hours now can i can we can we talk about it, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Or like, 
this is how much I've got. What can you do? Yeah. Mm. Then that's different. I think the approach know? is important as well. It's, like, uh, mm, it's about the, uh, yeah. the approach, if I'm honest with you. Yeah. Or like, let's say, let's say like you, you're doing the biggest package. You've added on extra hours as well. You've got a trial with me, mm. but you, you, you've literally blown your budget. You can't afford mm. the two extra hours that you need with me. Mm. And yeah, like, yeah, you know, like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I think there's, there's yeah. a difference in, in someone understanding your value, mm -hmm. but understanding that it's out of their budget and being yeah. like, is there mm -hmm. anything you can do versus mm -hmm. actually, I don't think you're worth that much. Mm -hmm. Let me try and give you less. Mm. That's, and that's, there's a very, that's, I'm really good at sussing that out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But if I'm honest with you, a lot of the time, they don't negotiate the price. They don't ask to. Sometimes yeah. it's happened before, mm. but like a lot of the time, like you know, you're saying a lot of the time they'll call you and or they have a conversation yeah. and see if you can bring it down. A lot of the time, no. But I think yeah. my prices are right. They're like in the middle mm -hmm. of the reflection of, of yeah, like mm -hmm. they're in the middle of the scope of prices that I've heard of. Mm. If okay, that makes fine. sense. And also, mm -hmm. I feel like, I feel like, yeah, everyone in this room, mm -hmm. they they give the level of value mm -hmm. dictated by the price. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's not like, like you're not overpriced for the service mm -hmm. that you're delivering. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is important for vendors as well. Mm -hmm. Like some people will try and, especially when you're starting mm. um, and you don't really know how to price yourself in the market mm. um, and you price yourself quite low and you hear mm -hmm. what other people are charging, you're like, oh, actually, maybe try and jump up a bit. Mm. Um, but you jump up too quick and then you, That's like, the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wedding pet peeve. What's a pet peeve for you? Hmm. Wedding pet peeve. I think you have to go first because. <laughs> wedding pet peeve. That's so hard. What's yours? What's mine? Yeah. Um. Oh, I've got one. So there are different types of MCs. Mm -hmm. mm. You've got your comedic MCs. You've mm -hmm. got your just like your smooth talker MCs. You've got your MCs that their job is just to make sure timeline's delivered and they're actually mm. not the focal point of mm. the day. Mm -hmm. um, so I think I probably fit into the, um, I'm just there to make sure the day is smooth. I'm not the focal point of the day. Mm. I'll give you some like, I'll keep the energy good and like throw in a couple mm. jokes in there, keep it mm. light heart, but I'll work with what's going on in the room. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to give you like a 20 minute comedy skit because I'm mm. not a comedian. Mm -hmm. um, my pet peeve is when Couples want a certain, they want a certain look or type of wedding mm. that I'm not able to provide, mm. but they booked me and want me to provide it. Mm. And it's like, you you didn't you didn't see me doing mm. the 20 minute comedy skit, so why are you asking, asking me? Mm. You've, on my whole Instagram feed, there's no mm. comedy skit. It might be like a one, a one, and it's not even a scripted joke. It's just mm. something that's happening in the moment. Uh, and then now what makes you do a tournament commonly skit it's like mm. that means you haven't even done the research you've just I don't know how you I don't know how you yeah. found me yeah. <laughs> um, so that's definitely one and it's like even on like photography side it's like you, there's different photographers that are different that are good for mm. different kind of shots yeah. it's like getting a photographer that works um, well with natural light and outdoors da -da -da, to come mm. and do like a photo shoot uh, a wedding in like a dark manner kind yeah. of venue it's like, it's like you're not going to get those type of shots. Oh, I know mm. my wedding pet peeve. Oh, God. Yeah. Even what you said Loaded. reminded me of mine as well. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, my pet peeve is when I get to that prep room and there's not enough space. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that one. God. That one, man. We need to talk about oh, that Oh, my days. What, 
So as in, in like, the in like the, re- the, yeah. the room where they're getting ready? Yes, there's not enough space. And it's happened before. Is it? If you're going to book Travel Lodge, Premier Inn, ask for an accessible room. Mm. It has a lot of space. True, mm. true that, true that. When there's not enough plug sockets, what? There's like, where like I come and there's nowhere to put my makeup. And mm. it's in my contract. You have to make sure there's enough space for Is the it? table and mm-hmm. um, my chair and the, like, you know, lights we can... We can maneuver. Yeah. But when I get there and there's no space, <laughs> huh? It's hard, it's hard. You know what? That's like guys make sure there's space. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. something that I, I this something that I've I've got no idea of because mm-hmm. I don't even get there that early. But yeah. <laughs> it makes that much no of a difference, space. yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, sometimes I'm I'm looking and I'm like, where's the photographer gonna go? Where's the videographer gonna go? Mm. You know, and then they have to take the bride outside the room and the bride's like, Oh no, I don't want my husband to see me. I don't want mm, people to see me. Yeah. And it's like this like they can't even stay in the room it's tight yeah there's no breathing space there's no wiggle room mask makeup's falling on the floor like <laughs> yeah. yeah uh okay cool that's I yours. Think yours i feel like I, i've got two pet peeves um and to even segue off what you said about the space it's like nowadays um even with my form i ask where the venue's going to mm. be um, and if it's like a multi sort of um, multi location sort of wedding, mm. I always advise and I almost tell them, please book a large room. Like even for example, like I can't like the wed- wedding venue I, I don't really like to work at is probably like Free Rivers. It's not my, oh, it's not my favorite God. at all. Yeah, <laughs> especially oh, especially that bridal suite is is just terrible. It's, is it? The lighting is terrible. It's just it's just so bad. Yeah, it's and really bad. one time it's like as someone wanted to book me for Free Rivers. Yeah, it's like okay, cool. Um, but let me inform you that the bridal suite is not good at all. We can't work there. Videographer, photographer can't work there. And it's like she even came back to me saying that oh no, we've been there. It's large. It's like. It's like large. <laughs> it's like, but I'm telling you that I've been there multiple mm-hmm. times, and it's not something we can work with. Yeah. But at the end of the day, she she ended up booking somewhere else, which is bigger. So that's definitely morning um, bridal prep suite has to be large. It's, it's very very important. Mm-hmm. But into like my pet peeve has to be when I get an inquiry for videography. <laughs> when you're 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 messaging Zill photography, <laughs> and oh like it happens, it happens quite often. Is it actually? Yeah, it does. Damn. It's like, and even if even if um, let's say you're inquiring for photography, mm. and it's like you say, oh, um, do you do a photography and videography package? Um, even that, it's like it's still doesn't really make sense to me because the reason why I say that is because um and it also highlights that I don't know if I want to work with that particular client yeah. mm. because it's mm-hmm. clear that you haven't done your research mm-hmm. you. yeah. and if you did your research you'll see that I don't do videography at all yeah, yeah. it doesn't show anywhere on my I'm page I'm trying to think on your page I don't know if I've ever seen a you see what I mean like it if shows anything the most mm-hmm. I've seen is a couple of stills put together yeah like, I don't do videography at all so it it kind of highlights to me that if you're asking for videography for me, it means that you you just want to find someone. Yes. Mm. You're not really focused on quality. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. what it tells mm-hmm. me. Um, so that's my mm-hmm. first pet peeve. Like when clients ask me for videography mm-hmm. when I'm a photography page. Yeah. My second pet peeve is um, wedding planners not giving enough time for mm. um, like couple session. 
Okay, fine. Yeah, so like, there's been times where I've had like 10 minutes for a couple sessions. Just so that... As in that was planned or... As in, sometimes it's planned, as in that's like some Did 10 just minutes. Did you 10 minutes? Yeah. Or sometimes it's like due to issues of um, maybe things going, not going according to mm. time. Um, it's like we're left with like five, 10 minutes, mm. which is understandable. But yeah. at the same time, it's like, it's not as if um, five, 10, it's like, it's not as if we're an hour, two hours late. I was like, okay, we got some five, 10 minutes. It's like five, 10 minutes so that we can be exactly on time. Mm. And to me, that's a bit of an issue because uh, like, this is sort of like a word to wedding weddings, like wedding planners is that you won't be remembered as someone that really took the time, mm. really. Like people will remember the photos, people will remember the video. If they don't get enough of that, mm. it's like, that's when it, the issue lies. Yeah. And it's like, obviously on the day, it's like, it's a bit, it's a bit touchy if like the, the couple are running a bit late. But it'll be all forgiven once they see the photos and video. Yeah. But if I get some five, ten minutes and it's like some few photos here and there, mm. it's like that's when it becomes an issue. Um and and to me it's just more important for the couple to get the photos, videos that they need mm. for their wedding event than to be oh exactly on time yeah. to the reception. Um because you won't be remembered for that really. Um yeah. so I think that's a pet peeve for me. I hear you on that. I hear you on that to be fair, yeah. Getting Getting the shots, being like five or ten minutes behind, it's not the end of the world. Mm -hmm. mm. You can definitely pull that back at some point later as well. Yeah. Five or ten minutes off the dance floor is not the worst. It's not. Yeah, yeah exactly. nobody's gonna. It's that. It'll be worth it. It'll yeah. be worth yeah. it for those photos. Um. Okay. Let's do. What advice would you give to couples planning their wedding? I see you're on the planning stages as well now. So. Mm, couples planning their wedding. I think I think what well, the advice I would give is to if you want a particular kind of wedding day, mm. that um, in fact, first of all, establish the kind of wedding day you want. Mm. So you can have a wedding day whereby the main focus is the guests. You want as many people there as possible. Yeah. But unfortunately, if you want as many people as there as possible, you have to sort of um, manage your expectations on the quality of the wedding mm. because the more people there are, sort of the lower the quality is, and a lot of people don't want to hear that, but it's it's the actual truth. Mm. My favorite wedding this year has been an 80 guest wedding mm. because everything was according to time. Everything was cool. Um, guests were just happy. It's like, but when it's like you're pushing 300, 400 guests, mm. it's like, yes, you're, you enjoy that so many people are there. It can be like a massive function, but then you reduce the quality on probably photos, video, or and even... What even impacts photos and video is the venue as well. Mm. Because mm. in the in this UK, there's no fantastic wedding venue that holds 400 plus people. Yeah. For even 300 is slightly pushing it. Mm. So, and the thing is not an issue to have that many people, but you need to understand the kind of wedding day that you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you want like a nice quality wedding day, then if I'm being very honest with you, 150 is like a nice sweet spot for nice wedding venue, and even the quality of photos that you'll have because of the wedding venue and because of the amount of people. Mm. And also it impacts your budget. So you can't mm. expect to have a low budget and expect 300 plus people. And on top of that, expect expect a and quality a wedding, wedding day. Yeah, yeah, um, sure. it's, not, it's not realistic if I'm honest. So definitely establish the kind of wedding day that you want, whether it be, okay, guests are the main focus. I want as many people there as possible because I've got like a wide um social circle um or or maybe you want like a nice small wedding venue wedding guests 
like nice small guests um, number. So you can have like a nice quality sort of niche wedding venue. Mm -hmm. So definitely focus on the guest numbers and know what kind of wedding day you want, mm -hmm. I would say. Okay, cool, cool. Um, and Deji, if you was going to give advice to an aspiring makeup artist wanting to do weddings? Oh, I would say um, don't let anything steal that passion. Do it. First of all, do weddings if you have a passion for weddings, if you have a passion for, you know, love, seeing people happy, making mm. people happy, serving other people. Mm -hmm. Do it if you have the passion for that. If you don't have a passion, that kind of passion, don't do it. Yeah. It's going to get your nerves. Because yeah. doing weddings, the wedding industry is extremely tough. Mm -hmm. It looks good on Instagram, but <laughs> for it to look good on Instagram, it needs a lot of work, a lot of consideration. Yeah, you yes. know, there's a lot of people getting married that's only getting married for the first time. So they don't know what they're doing mm -hmm. and they're going to come to you. Most, sometimes a lot of my brides come to me for help and mm -hmm. look, I'm going to give them that help. Even yeah, if it's eight, eight in the night, I used to stay up with my brides, you know, yeah. um, mm -hmm. until my friends were like, baby, you need to cut that out because I won't get in enough sleep. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But like, um, have a passion for it. Mm -hmm. Don't do it if you don't have a passion for it. And if you, if one year you start off and you have two brides for that, for that whole year, congratulate yourself mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. for having for two brides. In 2019, I only had three brides. That was your first, first year you had three brides, yeah? Yeah. How 2018, many? I had one bride. 2019, I only had three brides. Yeah. Um, yeah. 2020, 2020 was, was COVID, no? Yeah. yeah 2020 sure. was COVID, but I still had more brides because they were doing the intimate weddings. Oh, right. Okay. I still had more. Okay. Um, 2021, I had more. And this year I've had the most. So you lost count this year, innit? Someone told me to count it. You don't you say no, you don't know count it? Nah, but I really? know the number now. Oh, okay. okay. I know the number now. So but honestly, like it's the passion that keeps you yeah. going. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I um you get exhausted, tired, frustrated, um, maybe a bit snappy sometimes. I'm I'll be real, mm -hmm. but it's the passion that keeps you going. Hundred percent. I hear that. I hear yeah. that. Um yeah, quick one. Um, what do you give to advice to photographers? Um, I think um, firstly, sort of like establish um, if weddings are the area that you want to go into. Mm. Um, because as Deji said, it's like you really need to love yeah. like weddings. You need to love um, providing people with their memories that they'll keep for a lifetime. You need to have an internal philosophy of why you do this particular thing. Mm. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it won't last. You'll yeah. get tired or you'll just do it for the money. And mm -hmm. it will show in your work. It will show yeah, in in the way you even conduct yourself with mm -hmm. clients and the way you conduct yourself at weddings as well. Mm -hmm. It will all show. It will be very revealing if you just do it for the money yeah. or you get tired of doing it. Yeah. Um, that's even um reason. Like when you're starting out, obviously just like um, find your feet, do friends' weddings, um, family weddings. Mm -hmm. um, find your feet and establish whether you love it. Um, but what I would say is that once you get to a certain point and you've developed your skill set, developed your equipment, developed yourself um, in terms of your philosophy, your infrastructure for your business, um, it's very important to make time for weddings that you want to do. Mm. Because if we're being real, there's definitely weddings that it's like it's that's they've booked me. But in a way, you're not really looking forward to that wedding. Mm. Maybe it's because of the style of wedding it's not particularly your style things like that mm -hmm. um however make time for weddings that are like i'm really looking forward to this because that will really ignite your 
your passion. Yeah, if you're continuously just doing weddings because they're just booking you mm. and it's like, it's not really the weddings that you want to do. Mm. Um, that's when you can get tired very quickly. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, man. Dope. Um, so where can they, where can the people find you on socials? Um, on Instagram, my name is Deji Rachel underscore D E J I R A C H E L underscore. Yeah. Um, you can find me on Zill Photography UK, which is Z E A L Photography UK. Don't, don't, on don't. Instagram. Perfect, perfect. Um, yeah, man, thank you very much, guys. It's been a pleasure. Um, hopefully, you guys got some insight into that and um, that helps you plan your wedding. Um, but yeah, man, as I always say, you can find us on YouTube, Apple Podcast and Spotify. Um, and yeah, man, stick around. We're going to have some more coming your way. <laughs>